everybody, and welcome to the Psychic Hour. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things psychic, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. You, you did that different than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking things up. It's totally. <laughs> yeah. It is Thursday night. If you're live here with us, if you're listening to a replay, uh, welcome as well. I'm so excited for tonight's show. Yeah. But before we get request. In, yeah, it's going to be great. But before we get into all of that, how are you? What you been doing all day? Good. Um, I got fiber internet installed today. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited because, you know, if you've been watching us lately, you know we've been having real trouble. Yes. And uh, that's because my internet's been not so great. But yeah. We just got fiber optic in my neighborhood. And so now I have it. So we'll see. You're supposed to just love it to pieces and it's supposed to be awesome and never break down. And all of this really sounds like it's probably not 100% true, but um, it's supposed to be super fast and easy. So good. Well, if we still have trouble, we're going to have to do some kind of a seance about your computers or something i don't know <laughs> computer exorcism something yes. yeah mm -hmm. just like that yes no kidding yeah well good well <laughs> mars and i made a mad dash to salt lake city today <laughs> uh one of her teammates that lives in hawaii has been staying with us for a few days and was due at the airport today so we hopped in the car this morning drove clear to salt lake uh dropped her off at the airport and turned around and drove all the way back home. So that's kind of been the epitome of my day. It is. We had a fun time in the car though. And I apologize. There's definitely some puppy rumblings going on in here. Um, I'm home alone. So I'm in charge of these two fools right now. So, <laughs> so sorry about it. If they get too noisy, I'll have to just pick one of them up. It's, it's all good. It's all good. They've been wrestling for the last hour, so I was really hoping once we got on the show, they'd just lay down on their blankie, you know, <laughs> you thought. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that hilarious. Goes. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, all is well. So on this show, it is always our question of what did you have for dinner? We ordered pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Hawaiian pizza. It was great. What, sounds good. Mm -hmm. Um. I had some saltines. Uh, <laughs> that's as far as I've made it. Yeah. Wow. That sounds yeah. like a real high quality dinner there. <laughs> I'm probably going to put burgers on the George Foreman when I get off the show. Much there to Mars's uh, wincing. She said, Mom, do you know how many hamburgers I have eaten in the school cafeteria this year? No, <laughs> I don't. And also it's, it's what we have. So yeah. <laughs> Just get over it. I want oh. to say thanks to uh, Rhonda and Renee, who like my hair. Yes, very nice. It's so cute. Thank you. And Colleen says that we sound great and fast. Okay. So we are sounding fast. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> this is the only way we can be fast, to be fair. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rhonda's grilling burgers right now. Good job, Rhonda. See, that's where it's at. We mm -hmm. don't care how many burgers Mars has already had this year. We don't. Right. I <laughs> uh, love you too, Teresa. Good to see you here. Uh, let's see. Patricia had chili dogs and waffle fries. 
Renee had beef stroganoff. She's cooking it right now. Way nice. to be. RJ had baked spaghetti and garlic bread. Ooh, we'll be mm. right over. Mm -hmm. uh, Teresa also had a cheeseburger. Huh? So they're Mars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Red girl had tuna and tortilla chips. <laughs> it's that kind of day. Apparently. I mean, what's wrong with that? Right. Uh, Colleen also had a burger. Oh, Spirit Tay said she's going to pick up some chicken at the Cuban restaurant because Yum. she's in the city and it's the duck's favorites. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I just got the second half of that statement. It took me a second. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren had a half a turkey wrap and some pasta salad. Oh, Red Girl said it's hot where she's at. So, uh. Light and cold stuff. Got you. Yeah. It is. We have like gale force winds right now. It is really cold and shitty. Bring me up you today. Yeah. Oh, Barbara's still trying to get her afternoon chores done, but she's going to make a shrimp cocktail a little later. Nice. nice. Yes. And yes, Renee, I did get my fast internet in. They did it this morning. It's all done. I'm so excited. Yeah. And now if I have any trouble, I got to tell you. They're going to be getting a phone call. They do not want to get. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye mm -hmm. now. Bye-bye. Oh, Spirit says, a bacon bite. The duck shreds the chicken to pieces. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> hey, baby boy. That's enough. Oh, that is so funny. Well, to be fair, there's been a time or two that something's hit the floor here that a pig should not eat that they have definitely eaten. And then we have felt like monsters. <laughs> but, hey. They the don't chickens care. Are, but, well, chickens and, I mean, poultry like that, they are cannibals. Yeah. They are. It's unapologetically. Yep. Yes. Yes. Oh, RJ said, uh, she's doing afternoon chores and where I am, it's after 10 p.m. Yeah. No. Yeah, crazy, huh? We're just so global around here. <laughs> oh, and thank you, Teresa. Her internet sucks. You know, the internet in my town is quite good. And the reason why, and it's not something to brag about, is that we don't live terribly far from a nuclear reactor. Yeah. Uh, a nuclear why... reactor test site. Yeah, and... that's one of the reasons why we have a uh, fiber now, too. Yeah. So we get Thanks. really good internet here. I go to, like, Boise, where my kids live. is horrible. The internet, the Wi-Fi there is the pits. And I'm always like, how can a place this big have such crappy internet and big holes in spots where you really can hardly get service? And I don't like that here at all. Mm -mm. Yeah. Oh, Red Girl said her parakeet loved ham and chicken. <laughs> oh, wow. I saw your messenger got hacked, Renee. You sent me a message. One of those videos. Is this you? And you're like, oh, no. oh I'm not falling for that. Don't click on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I promise. <laughs> I don't know. Was I naked? No, probably not me. <laughs> what was I doing? Exactly. Yeah. Freaking hackers. Well, do we get started? I think we get started. I, I think that we do. The super chat is on. I'm remembering to say it. Good the job. The super chat is on. If you are compelled to leave us a tip. We appreciate it a lot. If not, no, like no pressure whatsoever. But, you know, it helps us keep the lights on around here. True. True, true. So, let's talk about our topic tonight. So it has been requested a few times. 
that we do a goddess show or maybe even a goddess series, which I would like to actually launch a goddess series. But I felt like tonight we'd kick that off with a goddess show. Then Christy and I have both picked three goddesses that we personally resonate with and work with. And we wanted to present them to you. And you're welcome to share with us uh, goddesses that you are interested in or that you've worked with in the past. But uh, that's what we're going to do. So, Christy, do you want to share one of yours? Sure. I, we're not doing the singing bowl thing first. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> I was yeah. like, we are. We talk about this. Okay. The other request we had, you guys were great. <laughs> Last night at the end of the uh, of case updates, you were like, what are we doing tomorrow night at the psychic hour? Can we do this? Can we do this? It was pretty great. Hey, Cindy. It was. And so it. one of the requests was, can we have some kind of a, an energy clearing? Because this week has been complete shit, which it has. The energy this week, the collective energy is not good. It is pretty weird. Yeah. Well, you know, we've had, hey, Yan. We've had several things, uh, chips stacked against us. That full moon lunar eclipse on Sunday was some kind of intense. Mm -hmm. It was in Scorpio and it was just really intense and revealing and just kind of muffed everybody up. And then uh, the Schumann resonance this entire week has been spiking. In fact, it's 52 right now. And the mean is 7.33. So 52 is high. It's quite high. Uh, Two days ago, it was 56. Yesterday, it was in the 40s. I mean, it'll come down too, but it's hopping around and it's getting pretty high. And when the Schumann resonance starts bouncing around like that, we just see people acting a little bit more off their rocker or just feeling weird. Hey, Sansa. Yeah, just feeling weird, feeling not like themselves. And ooh, the Schumann is, it's pretty notorious for that. And then Mercury's in retrograde and is acting like a real bee this time. So, yep. True. Lots of, uh, lots of chips stacked against us. And then in lots of places, there's been elections this week or building up to elections in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, when the politicians are hitting it hard in that last push, good Lord. Yep. And then, of course, there were three mass shootings over the weekend. And I'm really attributing that to all of this and the human resonance right. being so high like and weird. That eclipse you, and the human resonance together, mm. that set off some scary stuff. Mm-hmm. People that are on the edge when this you have a combo like this. Yeah, triple threat sounds like no kidding. Mm. Just knocking you over the edge. We've had a lot of Mercury in retrograde lately. And I'm tr- it's true. Even when Mercury goes direct, I feel like we're kind of uh, still reeling in it. <laughs> Well, my yeah. internet has thought that Mercury was in retrograde for like two months. It's true. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, really? You are super clear. I, I feel like problems, problems are solved. Yeah. It's a really yeah. helpless feeling to do work that like we do and have a helpless situation with internet, you know, because there's just some things we can't control. There's lots of things we can't control. And yeah. so this feels good. I'm really excited. So I'm going to do a singing bowl clearing. So. Love it. I'm going to use, this is a root chakra bowl. So it is in the note of C. Not that I, we're not doing root specifically. I'm going to play the bowl. And all I'm going to do is ask you guys to take some breaths and just let the frequency of the singing bowl clear anything out of your system, out of your energy body that doesn't belong. Anything that belongs to someone else, cords, connections, psychic debris, psychic attack, and just 
all of the blah, you know, all of the stuff you pick up with stuff like that. And that's how you clear it out. <laughs> Joshua said church began with a bell too. Ooh. <laughs> different well, bell. Totally different. Kind different of bell. bell. Yes. <laughs> this is a, a Tibetan singing bowl in case you're curious or don't know. Um, I am going to tell you that this bowl is big and it is loud. So if you're on headphones, just fair warning. You don't might need me, to turn them down. Yeah, don't let me muff you up here. So take look at me turning them down me. with an actual dial. Does that say how old I am? Turn <laughs> my, them down. My <laughs> mic does turn down with an actual. Yeah, that's how it happens here. Mine does too, actually. But I mean, like most people, on, their headphones are not turning down. They're pushing yeah. a button. Hey, Jr. Alrighty, so just breathe with me and just really envision the vibration of the singing bowl. Singing bowls are amazing for energetic therapy, for sound therapy. So we'll just let everything clear out that's not yours, that you just don't need. Here we go. Okay, so that is a start. Okay, so now <coughs> sit with me here. We're going to pull up a different bowl to finish that work off. Okay, so I'm switching over to, this is a bowl in the note of D. It's a sacral chakra bowl, Cinderella. And the sacral chakra is your center of joy. And so I'm going to just play this bowl for a couple of minutes and just allow you to focus on your sacral. That's the chakra right below your belly button. It's typically orange. And just allow that orange sacral energy to just really envelop you. Let it grow and grow and grow and envelop your spirit, just surrounding you in joy. So here we go.
Okay. And there we go. Okay. So, you know, this bowl amazing. This is my oldest bowl. This bowl is actually a few hundred years old. Oh, look how dirty it is inside. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Gigi. Probably you like wipe that out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they're amazing. They are amazing. Yeah, I haven't heard your your big Tibetan bowls in a long time. I know. Awesome. Both of those bowls came from Nepal. The oh right. The first one, the root chakra bowl, came from a Tibetan nun that we know that. Mm -hmm. uh, She's from Tibet, but she has an orphanage in Nepal, and they've been saving children from genocide by, uh, you know, moving them quietly out of Tibet and uh, over the mountains and into Nepal and supporting them there to try to save these children. And she was selling singing bowls in the U.S., and I had the opportunity to buy that one from her. And then the second bowl, the sacral bowl, I ordered from an importer in Nepal and oh my gosh, it took months. It went back through customs three times. Oh wow. I wasn't really sure why he wasn't sure why, but it just kept right? getting like, rejected and send it back to him. It's just a bowl. Like <laughs> He felt so bad that by the time it made it to me, he just kept putting more like stuff in the package <laughs> to make up for the fact that it took so long. And it was super expensive. So I know why he felt bad. But at the same time, like, it was worth the wait, you know. But it took months finally to get it through customs and get it here. But wow, that's an incredibly special bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It surely is. Yeah. It surely is. The bowl collection, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. A little clearing and uplifting. I think everybody needed that. Yes. So without awesome. further ado, Christy, I know that you are planning on talking to us about Iris and Morgan Le Fay. And mm -hmm. there's one more. I got to get it. Oh, and Kuan Yin. So do you want to start us off with Kuan Yin? Yeah. I would love to. Hang on. I'm going to put up a picture here. So Kuan Yin... There's a lot of stories about Kuan Yin. There are a lot of different spellings of her name and a lot of mythology. And, the, you know, it's that way with a lot of the goddesses. But she was known, is known as a female Buddha, which there aren't very many of those. And she's no. known as basically the mother of the world. She who hears the cries of the world. She's the ultimate empathy, compassion, um, mothering energy. And um, she's one of my favorites because she just, she's really, really good for healing anything, for bringing in support. She's also a very strong uh, feminine energy to call in if you're in need of that. And she's also very, very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So that energy just really resonates with me. And so I call her in for myself. I call her in for clients. Sometimes she comes in and helps me when I'm doing a session. And she's just kind of like always in the, in the back of my mind. Like I know she's kind of always there. Her energy is pink to me. 
kind of a pale baby pink. And she just, I always feel like she's one of those supports that I have that is like, you know, um, I, I'm never alone because Quanyin's kind of like always right there behind me. Yeah. Kind of a WWKWD thing. What would yes. Quanyin do? Very much, <laughs> very much so, you know, because she was, yeah. you know, her energy is all about having deep empathy for everyone, which mm-hmm. I think is powerful. She just resonates with me as kindness, you know, just as kindness. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So one of the goddesses that has always really resonated with me is Vesta or Hestia, depending on the tradition. Sure. Uh, But this is a very early depiction of Vesta uh, or Hestia again. This is an Athenian reg figure kylix from the 5th century BC. Oh. And Vesta to me, it, well, she's the goddess of hearth and home. Yeah. And I, that's why she's always really resonated with me. You know, I'm a little Cancerian soul that has always been all about hearth and home. And it always, it makes me laugh because my uh, first degree is in home economics education. It's like, it's been the, definitely the foundation of my life. you know. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I just always really found myself in her. Now, of course, in Greek mythology, Greek mythology, sorry. Uh, she's been known as Hestia in uh, Roman mythology. She's known as Vesta. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. It's interchangeable, but I've always just known her as Vesta, but Vesta uh, was a mother and she was, well, she wasn't, she wasn't a mother. She was the mother. She didn't want to marry. She wanted to take care of the home. She wanted to take care of her family. She wanted to take care of other people. And that's what she did. So she never had her own children, but she took care of everyone else's children and mm-hmm. helped to care for others and to nurture others. And I think that's why she's resonated with me so much because that's kind of been my path as well. But to me, she is also kindness, but she's also being uh, unselfish and willing to sacrifice for others and, you know, willing to keep the fires burning. And I just really, I really resonate with that. So Hestia is when, when, when I just, or Vesta, gosh, drives me crazy. I'm always kind of reach for. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that fits yeah. you so well. Yeah. So. She's, she's definitely kind of my patron, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, talk to us about Iris because, uh, let's see, who was it? Oh, Red Girl said that a mystic friend told me Iris was reaching out to me. That's interesting because what that means is that someone who has crossed over has a message for you because Iris is the goddess of the Rainbow Bridge. And the Rainbow Bridge is basically the connection between this world or this life and the next. And so Iris is awesome for bringing souls over for a visit. So if you want to talk to someone who's crossed over, you can ask the goddess Iris to bring them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and that can be helpful because I think some people have trouble feeling their loved ones who've crossed over. 
And maybe what you need to do is ask Iris to assist with that because that's her whole job. So red girl, what that means is someone's got a message for you. Iris is trying to bring someone. So, mm -hmm. you know, that might give you some clues as to what the message is and who it is. Nice. So, yeah. I love that. Okay. So I'm going to share with you Bridget or Brigid or so many. I'm going to tell you all of them because when you hear a description of Bridget or Brigid, you'll hear lots and lots of different names. Yeah. So she's been known as Bride, Bridey, Brigid, Bridget, Brigida, Brigantia, and Breet, as well as Brett. So part of that is that she's a Celtic goddess. And Gaelic or Celtic Gaelic is very, uh, it's, the pronunciations are quite different than how it's written in our English speaking minds. And so, and because she's, you know, survived for time immemorial, she's been known through uh, many different uh, incarnations of the English language in some degree or the Celtic language. So anyway. And multiple Celtic languages. So anyway, <laughs> lots and lots of names for her. And then, of course, uh, the uh, Catholic Church also uh, commandeered her as a saint. So you may know her as Saint Brigitte or Saint right. Brigitte. Uh, she's one of the few goddesses that uh, got saved, you know. Yeah. There aren't that many, that's for sure. So there is a poem about her by Lucius Alpilius. I am she that is the natural mother of all things, mistress and governess of all of the elements, the initial progeny of worlds, chief of the powers divine, queen of all that are in the other world, the principle of them that dwell above, manifested alone, and under one form of all of the gods and goddesses. I loved that. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. The funny thing about Brigitte is that there, she's kind of the goddess of everything, depending on the era and the uh, the culture that you're talking about. And so, because again, she's kind of survived for time immemorial, but she's known as the patroness of healing, poetry, and smithcraft. Mm -hmm. And so for me, we're looking at the uh, connection to healing because I've been, you know, an energy worker and a medical intuitive for a long time. And I've always re resonated with her on that level, but also uh, Celtic, uh, you know, we, our ancestry is Celtic and I've always really resonated with Druids and with Celtic mythology. And she's just one that I've always really resonated with on that level as well but also of, of poetry and of writing. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'm an author and I just always really resonated with that in her as well, but also with Imbolc because mm -hmm. she is the goddess of Imbolc, which of course is the big spring festival, the turn of the wheel where the Celts would celebrate the returning of the sun as not so much the, well, they were, but uh, the returning of the sun, but also the re return of the spring maiden. Mm -hmm. And this was where so many fires were lit to welcome the sun back. 
corn cakes, corn dollies were made, the maidens dressed in white, there were gifts of food presented to the goddess, so many festivals in her honor, and they still happen in her honor to this day. So, and I love that every time Imbolc rolls around, I just feel very, very connected to her. So she's one that I feel like has been a part of my lore for much longer than I've been alive, you know, <laughs> that no. in, in past lives, I've been really connected to her. So anyway, I've just always felt very, very connected to Brigitte for that reason. So, and I really give you guys an opportunity to study your ancestry, study your ancestry and take a look at what would your ancestors have believed? What would they have studied? What would have been their spiritual beliefs and see if you can find some of yourself there. I think it's really important, especially in an era now of people just so frequently walking away from their religion of birth. And you don't have to be religious, of course not, but just looking at the spirituality of where your ancestors came from, I think is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. So, Christy, uh, let's see, you were going to talk to us about Morgan Le Fay. Oh, Morgan Le Fay. Such a good choice. Probably one of my primary. Well, I mean, I say that, but I have a lot. Okay, so Morgan Le Fay, um, known as Morgan, well, Morgan Le Fay or Morgan of the Fairies. Mm -hmm. uh, Morgan of the Fay, multiple mm -hmm. names there. Um, in modern times, she has been villainized as evil. And yeah. the reason she's been villainized as evil is because she was a very strong feminine power who came about prior to Christianity. She mm -hmm. is pagan. She was a high priestess. Yeah. If you've ever read the books uh, or the book, The Mists of Avalon, you, you'll get a really good picture of Morgan Le Fay. Mm -hmm. um, Morgan the Fay goes a lot deeper, I feel like, when it comes to spiritual work. Um, she's not all love and light. The, you know, she's not, she's not bad, but there's, you know, she's willing to go into people's darkness, you know, and help you figure out the parts of yourself that maybe you don't fully understand. I've done lots of work with Morgan Le Fay um, in relation to past life memory. Most of my past life memory comes from meditations with Morgan Le Fay that um, have really helped me understand some of the things that I just can't. Yeah, Morgan, there's another one. Um, all those names get mixed up into this particular uh, goddess in her uh, mythology. But, um, you know, she has really helped me understand, you know, most of the a, a large amount of the energy work that I do, I wasn't taught it. I remembered it. And she's who helped me to remember it. So I call her the goddess of deep spiritual mysteries because she can take you into those places from a long, long time ago in your own, you know, in your own incarnations to figure out more about who you are and to help you also remember things that could be useful now. Awesome. Yeah. I love her and I absolutely love that there is that, uh, you know, 
that she's been sold to us as the bad guy. And we're finally recognizing that she's not. Not at all. uh, She just happens to be a badass. And so, of course, she was sold to us to be, you know, a a bad woman because she didn't put up with bullshit. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, um, there are a lot of goddesses like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Medusa is another. Yes. And my friend JJ that was here on the show a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago, she's way into Medusa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Medusa's mythology is she she was a sexual assault victim who was mm-hmm. cursed with the snakes on her head to protect her from ever being assaulted again. But then it turned her into yeah. this evil thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um, power to be had from yeah. the energy of Medusa. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And as yes, a like Kelly Ma. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly is definitely another one that gets. Mm-hmm. I think any powerful women mm-hmm. that don't have anything to do with Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get well, it. look what Christianity did to uh, Mary Magdalene. Yeah. You know, for a time, they claimed that she was a prostitute. I wouldn't care if she was or wasn't, to be fair, but, you know, she but wasn't. it was meant to malign her. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was certainly meant to malign her. Yeah. There is a book, uh, one of my favorite books in the world, is called The Moon Under Her Feet. Oh, yeah. And The Moon Under Her Feet is written by a woman named Callista Kinsler. She was a women's study professor at uh, Berkeley. And she wrote this amazing book. And it is a fiction, of course, but it's extremely well annotated. And because of that, and because of the way the book is written, and because of the way it resonated with me, I just have to wonder how true it is, you know? But, uh, uh, you know, how fictional this really is. Because at the time of Jesus, goddess worship was alive and well here on this planet. Right. You know, and in Callista Kinsler's take, Mary Magdalene was known as the goddess on earth at the time. And Jesus was one of her consorts. If you've not read The Moon Under Her Feet and you want a great goddess read, I highly recommend it. It is honestly one of my favorite books. It draws a lot of parallels between Isis and Osiris Mm -hmm. with uh, Jesus and Mary Magdalene. And it's amazing. It's an amazing book. So anyway, I can't, uh, I cannot uh, offer it to you enough, but (laughs) um, it's, I think it's out of print. It's kind of hard to get, but usually you can find a used copy on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you read it, let me know. I'd be curious to know what you thought of it. Right. So. I'm going to share one more goddess with you. I'm going to share Celine. Celine is, she is the goddess of the moon. And, or Luna. She's also known as Luna, Celine Luna. Oh, I almost did Luna. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this picture is, I got to get back to it so I can tell you. I had a bunch of her and I had to pick. Uh, this is a picture of her from uh, uh, a Kylix from 5th uh, fifth, fifth century BC. So I've always resonated with her because she's the goddess of the moon. I was born under the moon uh, being a Cancer and have just always been very moon reactive and always yeah. felt uh, like a worshiper of the moon, you suppose, mm-hmm. you know? And so... I feel like the, uh, for me, 
you know, tuning into her has just been really natural for me. But she's more than that, depending. She's another goddess that has survived, you know, time immemorial, mostly is Luna. But anytime you've heard about Luna as a moon goddess, Celine was her original name or mean. Also, she was known as. Mm-hmm. So she also is the goddess of dew. Dew that uh, nourishes the plants, which I thought was kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so she's also the goddess of childbirth. You know, because uh, we believe, you know, that the moon controls the tides and also mm-hmm. controls the energy of our bodies. You know, if moon controls the tides and the moon controls water, your body is more than 60% water. Right. So it, I don't think it's hard to see how we are controlled by the moon or, or you know, influenced by the moon in various ways. Mm-hmm. She's also then became the goddess of lunacy, <laughs> which right. probably also resonates with me. Right. <laughs> Cracks me up. But at any rate, uh, she also, there's one more thing about her that I wanted to share. Of course, the goddess of childbirth the goddess of dew, the goddess of lunacy, and the connection to her and the moonstone. Mm-hmm. So from a Greek epic from 5th century AD, the all-white stone of Selene, the moonstone, which fades as the horn goddess wanes and waxes when the mean, or the moon, uh, new-kindled distills her horn's liquid light and milks out the self-gotten fire of the father which is the sun, Helios. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her connection to Moonstone, I always uh, resonate with as well, because Moonstones have always been a stone that I reached for. And then another writing of her, she also wore that stone, the Moonstone, which draws man to desire, which has the bright name of the desire-struck Selene. And those are like, you know, 5th century AD writings. Isn't that interesting? That is. That's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they were referring to as the moonstone. I mean, we think we know now. Right. But I wonder. Interesting to know if it's what what we call a moonstone now. Well, I doubt it because what we call a moonstone now, like a rainbow moonstone, Mm -hmm. isn't moonstone. It's Labradorite. True. So it makes me wonder, like, it would be worth doing a little research. I bet Mm -hmm. it's not the same thing as what we I bet you're right. Yep. I'll bet you're right. There was at one time a cult of Selene in southern Greece that worshipped Selene and were known as a cult. I'm not really sure why they were a cult, but I thought that was kind of interesting, too. There's probably been more than one. But at any rate, I've just always really resonated with her. Mm-hmm. So, I love yeah. it. Yeah. So Colleen said, I have Lilith in my chart and I love that. Oh, yeah, Lilith. Mm-hmm. Another, oops, been handed to us in such a negative way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know. Women with power. Yeah. 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 Oh, Joshua said, I love Ireland. Me too, Joshua. I've been to Ireland for one afternoon. (laughs) Isn't that (laughs) pathetic? (laughs) I was on a a tour of Europe when I was in college and uh, we weren't really going to Ireland, but... uh, we managed to get one afternoon in Ireland. And I'm always, I always look back and think that was some bullshit right there. 
we, right? We needed a long time in Ireland. We didn't get it. Yeah, an afternoon to go. Definitely not enough. <laughs> no, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Oh, Renee said my mother always said we are mutts. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep, Cindy yep, says yep. that even an afternoon in Ireland counts as having been there. It's true. It just. I would like a little more. Though we did come across a, <laughs> a guy in a kilt who was pretty tossed and he was yelling at women that walked past if we wanted to know what's under an Irishman's kilt. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said no thanks to that, huh? <laughs> so you guys know we were raised Mormon, right? And I was on this trip with 50 young Mormon women and they were so scandalized by Europe. It was hilarious. Uh, because, you know, things are very different over there. They're not so puritanical as we are. And mm. there was lots of drinking and alcohol offered to us at every turn because we were college students. Right. College students over there all drink. Well, by God, we didn't. <laughs> um, but at one point we went to, so it was 50 women with two men a- accompanying us. And we went to get <laughs> on the tube at one point and I heard someone say, look at all the American lesbians. <laughs> thought that was so funny you would have been horrified <laughs> why did they think you were lesbians i wonder just all these women traveling together oh to get okay i gotcha i guess yeah so I, anyway yeah just always thought it was funny yeah anyway yeah <laughs> i think that's really funny it, the fairy folk do get a bad rap these days colleen i agree yeah it's funner i think to uh and there is some lore, you know, of fairies uh, stealing babies and, you know, things like that. But uh, right. yeah, the fairy folk have gotten a bad rap, though, that I think they probably don't deserve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a difference in things being malevolent and in things being neutral. And yeah. there are a lot of energies that are neutral. So they're not bad, but they're not necessarily helping out the humans either, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I think that's where some of that comes from. Most of it, I think, is religious, though, you know, yeah. in, in maligning um, just female deities of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Can a moonstone bring a man into one's life? Well, according to... Uh, According to lore, it can. According to Celine's lore, it can. So I guess there you go. <laughs> but what is that moonstone? Uh, we're going to have to do some research. We're going to have to figure that out because I really doubt it's what we think is a moonstone. I'm thinking too. Though it did talk about a, a stone that glows, you know, and, and moonstone does glow, but I, I probably not our moonstone, but I'm curious to know what other stone in that part of the world Right. Glows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amy said, we have things that go missing in the house all the time. We just leave something shiny out and the fairies return it. <laughs> there you go. See, that is one way to know if you have something like that in your house, if things disappear all the time mm-hmm. and then return. Opal, Cindy, Opal. that's an interesting thought. That's a it could really be. interesting thought. It could be. Yeah. 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 
Uh, yes, Anna, you can. To be fair, we have 13 minutes left, so we're probably not going to get to very many, but I would be open to taking a few questions. Yeah. 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 We can take a few. Yeah. Huh. Opal. I don't know, Cindy. I think you might be right. That resonates a lot. Mm -hmm. sure and it's certainly be. a white stone that glows. Yeah. Well, it depends on what kind of opal it is and what part of the world it's from. Yeah. But that's yeah. really... Oh, Barbara already ordered moon under uh, under her feet. Barbara, let me know what you think of it. It literally changed my life. It did. A friend of ours uh, gave it to me. And it just, it really, when I read the moon under her feet, I had just walked away from organized religion and was still just trying to figure out what the hell I did believe and didn't believe. And it just did something for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Raspberry said, we have something in our basement that likes to steal things and hide them. They don't return it unless we talk to it. We should do an elemental show. Yeah, we should. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Um, I have a client who has a dog who is constantly seeing stuff. And he will, he's just really open and sensitive. And if they end up with a little uh, elemental in their house, he can't sleep. He can't relax. He's he'll stare at the corner. It, he'll do stuff that scares the crap out of her, you know, <laughs> because wow. they're home alone and this dog is acting like there's something. He doesn't get upset. He's not like barking and wild, but he's tracking it, watching mm -hmm. it, sometimes playing with it, stuff like that. Sure. And uh, you know, then I'll get a call <laughs> and we'll shoo whoever it is back outside and then everything's okay. But that happens in their home quite a bit. He's mm -hmm. just a magnet to it. I'm not sure why, but for him, like they are really drawn to him. Well, they're yeah, they're attracted to him. I mean, that's usually mm -hmm. how it works. It's that they're attracted yeah. to somebody in the house. Yes. Yep. They love him. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause because when he goes and stays uh, with her parents, it happens at their house. <laughs> so it's not her. It's him. It's him. Anyway, yeah. Josh, this cracks me up. He said, Joshua, that was very informal. Joshua, <laughs> he says, pick up your mystic cross and follow me. Was Jesus teaching palmistry? God being light that refracts into the divine rainbow makes Jesus an Irish leprechaun. Well, okay, then <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> All right, Anna. Anna said, I like to date a man, Bob, but I found out his divorce is not finalized. So I paused. Will his divorce be final this year? What do you think? Yeah, I do feel like it will be. More, more toward the end of summer, but yes, I do feel like it will. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah, and, and I don't. I, I don't feel like that's going to fall through. Like that. That relationship oh, is yeah. done. It's it's over. Yeah, but Anna, I think good on you for hitting the pause button until it is finalized. Yeah, just for your own well being, you know, because it feels to me like that just felt a little heavy to you. And good on you for for doing this the way you needed to do it. I think mm -hmm. that's really. Smart, and uh, yeah, I just want to affirm to you that I think that was wise. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Oh, gosh. Okay, hold on. All right. <laughs> oh, Sansa said something took my computer mouse, putting out the shiny thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes <laughs> lighting a brown candle will help to uh, attract them as well, or 
help you to get back something. Okay. JR said, do you see a future for me and Carlos? Do you see the mother of his child getting in the way? Mm, let me feel into that, JR. Yes and yes. I do feel like there's a, a, a potential for a future with Carlos. I feel like you guys actually have a really good energetic match. The challenge is going to be his boundaries because I feel like the mother of his child can be kind of manipulative and he's going to have to have really, really good boundaries with her for this to really be okay. So mm -hmm. that that's where it will be. And honestly, if, if he does that, you guys could definitely be successful, but if he doesn't, you, you need to let him know probably that uh, either we get great boundaries or I can't really do this to myself. Mm-hmm. Red girl said, my cars went missing. My car keys, not whole car. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> went missing for three days. When I asked Loki for help, they turned up in a place I'd looked several times. Ah, love nice. it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to know who to ask, right? Trish wants to know if there's a goddess to call on for health. There is. It is a Greek goddess. And I looked it up to make sure I could remember how to say it. Because you're going to hear why. It's Hygieia. You know, as in hygiene, the Greek goddess Hygieia is the goddess of health. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's who you call in for health. And it's spelled very similarly to hygiene. I'm sure that's where that word came from. Interesting. Uh, Terry said, I've been writing a chapter, all of, or chapter book, all about fairyland and wondering... What goddesses or fairy have been helping me? Yeah, because you've been channeling, huh? Terry, I'm excited to see what you wrote because I feel like you're going to be putting out some information that we have not heard before, you know? A lot of times the, uh, the stuff we hear about angels, fairies, and goddesses are just regurgitated from the same source over and over, and it's just, you know, what someone else thought. And so, you know, unless they're like, like with the... Uh, Greek and Roman goddesses, there's very old uh, actual writings. But anyway, mm -hmm. so I love that uh, you're doing this because I do agree that you've been channeling. I think that you have had multiple goddesses and you've definitely had some Fae chiming in. And I think you know the difference because I feel like when you are writing, when you feel really, really light, almost breathless and dizzy, that's when the fairy energy is really coming and working with you. When you're feeling more grounded and stable, I guess. <laughs> Is a good term when you're writing. That's when you have got some goddesses around you. But I actually feel like Bridget or Brigitte has been helping you with uh, that work because that's one of her specialties. Yeah. Love that, Terry. I can't wait to see what you do. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Amy said, my mom got a strange text from my grandmother today that she didn't send. Was it spirit or just technology being techie? Feels like just technological glitch to me. I don't feel any spiritual intent around it. Yeah. Let's uh let's blame Mercury in retrograde. Okay. <laughs> okay. So and this is a question, it's a twofer, I think, because uh Missy wanted to know if we could talk about Hecate. She feels like uh, she's been crying out to her. And so that, that's part of, that's her question. But someone else had also asked, Lauren asked, how do we 
call a specific goddess to us. So I wondered if you could kind of roll those two questions into one answer. Yeah, definitely. So first of all, Hecate is the goddess of magic and witchcraft. She's a Greek goddess. I would equate her to Morgan Le Fay. So what we have is we have similar goddesses coming up in different cultures, and often they're just the same energy with a different name. And I would call her either. Now, to call her to you, you simply use her name. Just like you would a guide or an angel, you ask for her to come to you. And uh, Missy, so asking for Hecate to come and, and tell you what her message is. But often when Hecate is reaching out, it's like Morgan Le Fay. It's you're being called to, to the work. You're being called to a spiritual practice. You're being called to work with her to further your own spirituality. Nice. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I feel like, and we should have probably talked about that before. Yeah. How to connect with goddesses. <laughs> Christy, actually, you developed a system for connecting to goddesses years ago. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to produce it into a, like a visual video kind of thing. That's kind of on my back burner, something I'm going to work on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Terry said, I've said in the past after I write something and say, I didn't write that. Yeah. That's what channeling work feels like, huh? Yep. I used to channel Definitely quite is. a bit uh, in the early mornings and before my kids would get up and it was fun because I'd write for like an hour and then when the kids took a nap, I'd come back and read it because I didn't know. And it was interesting. Yeah. Amy said, my husband worked with the Morrigan for a while and we had ladybugs all over. Ladybugs are a sign of her. She has some heavy history too, but he loves to work with her. Oh, I love yep. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Let's see. Gigi wanted a message from her mom. Gigi, I did have a message from your mom. She's been around you a lot. And this is not an omen of bad news in any way, but she really is asking you to take care of your health. Babe, if you haven't had a checkup in a while, or if you have anything you're worrying about or thinking about, go to the doctor. She just really wants you to take care of your health. That's the thing that she's tapping on you for. She says that you have to be reminded of that sometimes because you don't want to. <laughs> so Definitely. she just wants you to take care of your health. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Erin wanted to know if you see anyone coming into her life this year. <clears throat> yeah. Erin, it's August and this person's name starts with a J. I do feel like this is um, a friend of a friend type introduction at some kind of social gathering. So what I'm being told is be sure you say yes to every opportunity. Be sure you're going to social things. And... Um, I, that's really important to give you an opportunity to meet somebody new, but you will meet them in person and their name starts with a J. Nice. Okay. So you know what that means though? You have to say yes. You do. You have it's to really go to social important. things. You have to leave your house. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, gosh. Yes. Sherry said too late for a card. No. Do you know how many decks I have sitting on this desk? 
<laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and yet before the show, I could not find my goddess cards to save me. So yeah. that's because you have so many. This is a ridiculous system. It, I need some, I need some help. <laughs> hey, Rhonda just got the results of her lung biopsy. No cancer. Excellent news. Oh, I love it. Yes. Wonderful news. Okay, here's the card. Mental conflict. No big surprise this week because this week, like, is mental conflict. Right. But I feel like for you, you do have some mental conflict that you need to talk out with somebody else. So just use your voice. Talk to somebody. You know, just sit down with a friend. You could talk to one of us if you need to or whatever. But just talk something out. I feel like you know the answer to whatever it is that's bugging you. You just need to talk it out with someone else so that you can really go, oh, Okay, I get it. I, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nice. And you'll be, I think, Sherry, uh, you'll come to the conclusion that you're looking for. Okay, we are just about done. But I wanted Did to you see Colleen else. was looking for a message from her dad? Okay. Yep. I scrolled right on past it. Let me see. Here we go. <laughs> Would you be willing to let me know if my dad has a message for me? You said something very intuitive a few weeks ago about clearing out under my mom's bed so she could sleep there. Oh, yeah, Colleen, I remember that. Okay, yeah, let's tune into that. While you're tuning in, uh, Missy, it is really normal to feel um, a strong sense of familiarity with some goddesses or archangels or, you know, anybody like that. We all have certain ones that are we resonate with more just on an energetic level. And then sometimes it's has to do with what you do for a living or the life you're living. So it is very normal. So simply call yeah. her in and, and ask her for her guidance. A past life level, a spiritual yep. level, maybe yep. a level that we just don't even understand on this plane. For sure. Yeah. I do not have a really strong message from your dad. What I have from him is just putting his arms around you really tight and hugging you dads are so weird. I, you know, I can always get more out of moms than dads <laughs> in mediumship. Dads a lot of times just want to love you. They want to offer some love and support. A lot of times they don't have much more than that. And honestly, babe, I'm not going to reach because I'm not getting more than that from him, but just a lot of love from him and support from him. Just talk to him and give him jobs. He would love to be busy. So if you have stuff you're working on or worries, he's really good to hand your worries over to talk to him. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Sansa, really quick. Yes. I don't have time for a lot of a message other than the answer is yes, you should stay on this, on that job. Yeah. And uh, Spirit, if you, yes, two, two entities, Kuan Yin and also Archangel uh, Gabriel. I mean, yeah. Raphael. Sorry. I don't know yeah. why I can't say Raphael today. Archangel Raphael and Kuan Yin is who you should call in to assist with what you've got going on. Awesome. Oh, Amy, I'm so happy to hear that. She said, right after I channeled a message last week from Eli, he visited her in a dream and it was wonderful. He he was his spunky, crazy self and healthy as can be. Wonderful. That's I love awesome. hearing that, Amy. I hope mm -hmm. you guys are doing well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we did it. If we skipped you, it was entirely on accident. So yep. sorry about that. But I think we got everybody. I hope so. I think so. Yeah. Well, you guys. Have a good weekend. Take good care of yourselves. You're worth it. Do some good things for you. 
and take a nap. My gosh, this energy a is big. much too much. Yeah, it is it definitely is. Yeah. So, of course, we'll be back next week with all of our regular business. Everything's just rolling right along. You know, the uh, mm -hmm. the crime world never rests. So <laughs> we'll have plenty more coming. All right, you guys, this has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you.